0: Hey everyone, this is Julie. And today I am with one of my most favorite humans. Kristen Ingram is a longtime client. She's a friend. She's also my money wizard. And I think that you guys are gonna absolutely love this interview today because Kristen's journey has been just amazing to watch. And I think you're going to find yourself in her story. Welcome to Million Dollar Grit, the podcast that dives deep into the world of entrepreneurship, where tenacity meets strategy and dreams meet reality. My name is Julie, and I explore the raw, often overlooked truths of what it takes to succeed in business and in life. It's not just about the glossy success stories. It's about the grit it takes to get there. Kristen, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me.
1: I'm so excited.
0: So I want to go like all the way back in time, back to 2016. And I want you to tell my listeners what you were doing before what you're doing now. So like, how did you get in the online game?
1: So in 2016, I was kind of taking a whole bunch of different courses with people. I had my own CPA firm and bookkeeping firm. I was teaching full time at a university. I had like a YouTube channel and a website that, you know, was making like money off of like ad revenue, but we couldn't sell anything from it. And we were trying to figure out like what we wanted to do next. And so we were starting to get clients um, for the CPA firm in the online space. And that's why I ran into you. Yes. Okay. So you were, you were definitely a dabbler, right? You
0: were a university professor certified public accountant doing bookkeeping and getting into the online game, seeing how you can make money. And you started to find online clients for your CPA firm. And I remember I was in a Facebook group like, oh, I need help. I need like a, a an accountant. And someone tagged you. And we got on a call and you you became my accountant. Uh, and I just remember you had such a commanding, like presence of like I've got you it's gonna be okay but also woman get your ish together like you're doing your whole business on
1: spreadsheets this is ridiculous do you remember that oh the janky spreadsheet yes I remember the spreadsheet and I just remember I think there's this like misconception by new business owners and even like my bookkeepers when they come into my course that they're like, oh, my God, everybody knows more about business than I do. I can't possibly work with business owners because they just know all this stuff. Right. And they don't. <laughs> they don't. And, that's like, and the thing is, that's for like those of you that are listening that have a business that are going, oh, my God, I don't know anything. And for those of you that want to work with business owners, they're like, I can't because I don't know business. Like, none of us know what we're doing when we start this. Yeah. We, even yeah. me that has a business degree... When I started my own business, it was not what they teach you in the textbooks. Right. It's completely. All right. So you
0: became my accountant. And then soon after that, you joined my mastermind. And for those of you guys who know, I run a mastermind. And twice a year, we get together. And at the time, it was a small group. And so everyone would present sort of what they had been working on. And so do you wanna describe what it was like to present at my mastermind the first maybe two or maybe three
1: <laughs> masterminds? It was grueling. There was crying. Um, you made like you shot down every idea that I had. <laughs> in a in a in a like a loving but firm way. You had a lot of ideas, to be fair. <laughs> so yeah, I was always like, gonna, like trying to figure out like what was gonna make money. Yeah. Right. What was gonna be the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was painful. Yeah. I guess we don't do those anymore.
0: (laughs) It was hard. You know, I'd have all these people in a room and it would just be like idea central. And then, you know, people like, oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. And I'm like, no, no, it's a shiny object. Stop. But you, you definitely were someone that it took a while for you to like figure out what you were going to do. You had all of these skills and you had all of this learning, but it was like, we still hadn't, Circled the drain on the thing that would actually make money until one mastermind, you had an idea that I just got
1: so excited about. Yeah. So it was April 2019. We were in Hartford and I, it was like God was working, I think, that day <laughs> because like a whole bunch of people are coming up to me and they're like, Hey, do you know any good bookkeepers? And I'm like, well, there's two kinds of bookkeepers fully booked or terrible. Yeah, And that was really all there was at that point. And so like, I'm like, well, let me see. Like, let me think about what I can, you know, if I know anybody. And we were driving back to our house because at that point we lived like 15 minutes from where the mastermind was. Yeah. And I was scrolling through Facebook and a friend of mine had posted that she was crying in the parking lot of her son's daycare. She was dropping him off for the first time and he was six weeks old. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but like, Like, daycare didn't even, like, pop up on my radar for our son. And I think at that point he was um, not even two years old. He was about 18 months old. Yeah. And it just, like, broke my heart. But then, like, but the light bulb went off. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I trained my husband, who failed accounting, how to do bookkeeping. I can totally train these moms to do this, make really good money, and not have to make, like, not have to make that decision. Not have to make that decision. And so I came in the next day, which happened to be my hot seat. That's why I think God was working on this one. And I said, all right, Julie, I'm going to teach moms how to become bookkeepers while their kids are now. And I was like, yes, yes, you are.
0: (laughs) That is it. That is the idea. Oh, my gosh. I remember. I remember. I think I like raised my hands in the air. It was just like it, it was like it was church. I was so excited that there was like an idea that like I was like, yes, you can plant your flag there. And that first launch was super, super tiny. You remember, you the first time you launched Bookkeeper Training School, which is what it became, you had a list
1: of a couple hundred people, if that, and they were from all these random spots, right? Yeah. So we had like, uh so we had a mailing list from Accounting and Focus, which was my accounting website. Um, we had a, we had a podcast for a while, so I had a list from that, and I just kind of went out to my like Facebook community and I'm like hey I'm doing this thing I'm going to build this course come be a bookkeeper we offered 50% off the first time and we built it as they took the course so we pre-sold it like you recommend and I know people think it's crazy but trust me you don't want to build a course that nobody buys exactly exactly how many students did you get in
0: that first round it wasn't too many it was a small little class right yeah it's about 40 about 40. So I always tell people like even though 40 sounds small in the online game, if you're in a college classroom, you have 40 kids in front of you. It's it's a good it's a good audience. Like it's a good set
1: of students, for sure. Well, and it's much better to get paid to make a course than to not get paid to make a course. Exactly.
0: All right, so bookkeeper training school, it was 50% off. You pre-sold it. You got the 40 students, we got that market validation, and then it was time to do a webinar and you were gonna run ads and we were gonna try to do like an official launch. And I'm always trying to manage people's expectations because a lot of people are like, I'm gonna get 500 people on this webinar. I'm gonna get a thousand people on this webinar. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably maybe gonna get 60 people on this webinar. So like, just settle down. So you, uh started that process and Oliver is here to participate in this podcast. Uh so you were getting ready to, to run ads and just tell everyone what happened. So we
1: ran ads and we got six thousand people to sign up for the webinar. Your ad well, went completely viral. It was crazy. Like it was if we're sitting there watching this it's like I'm starting to like freak out a little. Yeah. From yeah. this 1,200 people showed up for the webinar. And it was like, by the way, hold on, just pause. You do not want your first webinar to have 1,200 people. You may think you
0: want it. You do not want it. It is so stressful.
1: Yeah. And so everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Like our webinar software broke. We had to like go live in the Facebook group. Like, you know, Jeff is trying to like get people in to the Facebook group so that we can do this and we're teaching and we're pitching and, you know, and it was, and people like still thought it was great. It was great information. And by the end of the call, you know, 1200 people showed up. Seven people. I will never forget the Voxer message that came in.
0: Cause I mean, it's like, I'm like managing your expectations. Then the ad goes viral. Then you've got thousands and thousands of people signed up and we're like, Oh my gosh. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And then seven sales. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and I was just like, like I'm sitting there going, okay, well we're going into tax season, like I can like I'll I'll pay all this off, and then well, I don't know what we're gonna do, but we're like, okay, it's done, like it was just doom and gloom, it was over, and you you talked me off the ledge, you're like no, you're gonna put on your big girl pants, you're gonna go live, you're gonna write emails, and you've got you know we have five days until the cart closed, yeah, and so we just I mean I went live sometimes multiple times a day. And we're answering questions and like everything we possibly can. You, you, I
0: I never saw someone work so hard that week. You were just determined. You didn't let, the doom and gloom maybe lasted for like 10 minutes. And then you're like Enneagram eight kind of came out and you're like, all right, let's do this. And she was in that group answering questions, hours, just like helping all of this super, super cold traffic, trust her, believe her, solving for objections. And how many sales did you end up with at the end of that week? 189. 189 sales. And how much was bookkeeper training school? That's 497. 497. So you ended up with like you were like inches from a six figure launch. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like that was an unbelievable watching that whole thing, like it's one of my favorite stories ever. Um so, okay, so that was in, like, late 2019, early 2020, right? Right before COVID hit. Right. And so <laughs> now here we are, and it's three years later, and how many students have you put through bookkeeper training school? Over 3,000. Over 3,000.
1: How has that journey been? Uh, it, at times it's stressful, but I think for us we just have a lot of I can't believe like this works. I can't believe it still works. I mean, cause we like, we've done some crazy things with our ads and it just, it keeps working. I mean, we just, we just closed out October. Um, we did a we had a six figure month in October.
0: Six figure month. Yeah. Now I want to point out something really interesting. Cause I think this is a really good story and you, had this idea of, I'm going to teach moms how to become bookkeepers while their kids are napping. And so many people are afraid to pick a hill to die on. In fact, you were a person who was afraid to pick a hill to die on for like 18 months. And some people might say, well, that's too specific. What if it's a mom who has an empty nest? Or what if it's older people? Or what if it's mom with school-aged kids? Like, why is your statement, I help moms become bookkeepers while their kids are napping? Because it seems like you're cutting off some of the ideal avatar. Can
1: you tell people what what actually happens? So what we see in our numbers is about. It's funny because it keeps like swinging, but somewhere between forty and sixty percent of our members at any given time do not have kids. Do not have little Right. So even though. They don't fit that demographic.
0: They you have about fifty percent of your audience still buying because it's such a strong, specific, tangible visual example that someone reads that and they immediately feel something and can see something. And so that copy is so powerful that it's attracting people even if they don't have napping kids.
1: Well, and that's the yeah. thing. It's like we have older women who come in who are like looking to retire. And I'm like, Well, I don't remember my kids didn't nap much. So this has got to be a really part-time thing, you know, and then right. you have other people come in and maybe they got teenagers. Maybe they don't have kids at all. And it's funny. I had a comment on an ad yesterday. It's like, what about a dad? Can dads, can dads join? And so I love when I get that comment because people are like, wait, this is, is this like an exclusive thing? Like, do I have right. to be a mom with kids? So it, it's almost like people want to get into the club. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the
0: power of specific emotionally driven copy, and this was your mission. like this wasn't just like something you made up. this was this was based on your on your own like emotional like connection to your friend who had to make that decision and to the fact that you had had a son and like couldn't imagine putting them in in, in him in daycare
1: right. and so when we when we put that message together, like even for us, like we knew Eric doesn't nap a whole lot. If you can build a business in less than ten hours a week and make a full-time income doing that, right, that's incredible. And so that's always been our mission when people buy is to take them on that that journey of a and it, it's funny because I think is you know, as business owners, and this is even something I struggle with, but like how do you put a limit like what do you what do you want to accomplish? and then how are you going to get there, yeah. right? And so saying like, look, in 10 hours a week, you can really make that full-time income that you want, right? So focus, right? Okay, Yeah. okay. It's your desk. Get out of your desk. That's, that's <laughs> cool.
0: So a lot of people who listen uh, to this are in the online game and they struggle with ads. And I I see people struggling with ads a lot because they they either hire an agency that's really expensive and they don't have a lot of sense of what's happening is it working is it not is this money worth it or you have uh, people who um you know just they hire like a a va and i honestly have watched the way you guys have handled ads and i recommend whenever i see couples who are like who have a spouse or someone who i i say you should do a christian uh kristen and jeff have done because tell people like how you kind of got into the ads game because, you know, that's driving a lot of
1: your sales these days. So we originally hired an agency to, you know, help us with that first launch. They were doing their ads. And yeah, and the thing with agencies is a lot of agencies, they want to show you how like inexpensive your lead cost is. And they're not looking at, well, are they actually converting? Are they good leads? Right. And so... I, it's got to be, what, like maybe a year and a half, two years now that Jeff took over our ads. And Jeff's a storyteller, right? Like he's he's like the Dungeons and Dragons, you know, tabletop role play, designs his own worlds and writes his own languages. He's a storyteller. Yeah. And so he takes my live videos and strings them together to tell this story. Like, it's funny because... Like our lead ad that we use to get, and it's funny because we've been running this ad, I think for two years mm-hmm. and it's our top performing to, to get cold traffic into our cycle is literally a video talking about how I need to do a 24 hour urine test. And I can't figure out how to get quest to give me the stuff I need. Are you serious? Yes. And it's, it's like, and it's like all about like, you know, how we build things up and we make things so hard and all the anxiety that goes with it. And I'm literally telling this story about like trying to figure out, like, how do I sign up for this test? Like, how do I get somebody on the phone? Like, how do I, I don't know what to do. And finally, I just walked into the Quest and I, you know, clicked the tablet and somebody came out and helped me. But I asked like two weeks. So, but this is, so this is a 15 minute video where I'm telling this story and I'm like, why do we make things so hard? Right. And that, and if people watch that video, we retarget them with our webinar. About in our secret class for like two years. Oh my
0: gosh! But you know, I mean, it has all. I mean, it's it's relatable. It's so friggin relatable. Like we all know what it feels like to be having to do something like that and being stressed. It's a pattern interrupt. It's like, why am I watching this video of this woman talking about a urine test? You know. So, it, I think people they think marketing has to be this super produced. You know, super slick. And you have proven that showing up authentically as yourself has been better for than any other marketing that you could have done.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's just kind of the approach that we took is that we want to be relatable. We want to show people that you don't have to wear a business suit, you know, to be successful from home. Yeah. That, and it's been, it's been amazing. Tell people a little bit about
0: the scholarship you run and how that helps, not only helps women who want to become bookkeepers, but
1: also helps your bottom line as well. So every December, we run a scholarship application. We give away uh, between three and seven scholarships every year. I think we've given away like 20 or 25 scholarships since we started. Yeah. And we it's a really big thing. Like the entire month of December is a launch for us. So we're, you know, we're talking about the scholarship. We're teasing the application. We have people sign up early so they can get the questions before the application opens. So that's kind of like, you know, the, the thing to get them to opt in. The application's open for like five days. Like people share it out like crazy. Um, last year we had um, almost four hundred applications. Wow, with
0: uh, no ads. With no ad spend. Damn, that's amazing. And so then you give out these applications. I mean, you give out these scholarships. Obviously, it's amazing for the, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people that win. But then you run um a a sale on the back end, right? So for people who didn't get it and you give them a discount.
1: Yeah. So everybody that applies for the scholarship gets a discount. Um, and then like this year we're gonna do a goal planning session on December 28th to plan for, you know, 2024. Um, we're really talking about like the kind of my theme for 2024 at Bookkeeper Training School is going to be simplicity and simplifying your life. And so that's going to work through the goal setting process that we're having. We open the cart for a week. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, I have lots of different hats and ears and things and, you know, <laughs> it'd be great.
0: Yeah. So you basically you get you get sales through your evergreen webinar where Jeff, you know, ta- sends ad dollars to your urine test drama. Uh, you get people into your webinar, and but you have an amazing community. I mean, let's not let's not make this sound like it's is e- you know as easy as one, two, three, because you guys spend a tremendous amount of time nurturing your community. Uh, I know you've done open houses, and you do all kinds of like you're very present for your for your audience.
1: Yeah, we do a weekly video newsletter that I do on my page. Um, and usually there's some coaching and then we talk about like the schedule and what all the calls are for the week. Um, we do like open houses. We do Q&A's. I mean, we really try. And and one of the things like our webinar is also really educational. Yeah. So if you watch our webinar, we show you how to get your free QuickBooks account. We show you how like the pricing structure works, like the basics of it. And we teach you how to start your marketing. Yeah. And There's value just attending the webinar, even if you don't cry. Yeah, absolutely. And then we do do a challenge every year. We do a Money Smart Mama challenge where we teach women how to manage money better. Um, We just did like a bookkeeping basics. We did a flash email sale Mm -hmm. where we kind of ran like a little mini challenge. Um, So we try to do a lot of education. Um, My goal is to help women improve their money knowledge whether or not they buy from us yeah yeah so it's it's yeah
0: you have you have a layered mission at this point and you you know your numbers speak for it i mean you you told me that your completion rate for people who go on to get quickbooks certified is is higher than the industry standards right
1: yeah so the the certification average for quickbooks online is about 50 percent, and ours is over 90 over 90 yeah yeah
0: Well, so what would you say to someone who is the Kristen back before 2019, the Kristen that is, you know, they're in that same soup. What would your advice be to them as they're trying to figure out what it is they you know, want to do in this world?
1: So I think figure out what the market need is, right? So look at all the skills that you have and then say, what is something that is really needed in the marketplace? And don't, you know, make sure that whoever, whatever need you go after, that they actually have the funds to pay you. Like there are lots of college students that need to learn how to study, but they don't have any money. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so that yeah, I and mean, trust me, we tried that. You went down. That. yes. <laughs> but when you decide to sell that thing, be authentic, be yourself, and show up. Yeah. I, one of the reasons that Bookkeeper Training School does as well as it does is because, like, our support is crazy. Like the amount of support that we provide for our students um, is really amazing compared to the other courses that are out there. But the thing that I've done is I have I've outsourced everything else. Like my team handles everything else in the business, so that I can focus on curriculum and support. Right, where your where your zone of genius is.
0: Yeah. All right, a couple of rapid fire questions for you here as we wrap up. First, if people are listening and they're like, wait, I need a bookkeeper. Uh, do you help business owners find bookkeepers?
1: Yeah, I actually have a website for that. They can go to bookkeeperhireform.com okay. and bookkeeperhireform.com. Yeah, and that connects us, that connects them with one of our certified bookkeepers. Okay. And obviously, if there's someone listening that's like, well, I would
0: like to be a bookkeeper while my kids are napping, that link where they can go to learn about your bookkeeper training school? It's com. Okay. All right. Well, uh, what's your favorite vacation spot? Oh, anything that I can get to on a cruise ship. On a cruise ship. So that's one thing that you've started doing since your whole life changed you you guys are on cruises
1: all the time it seems <laughs> i'm like wait they had another one so in the last year we started in october of last year we went on five cruises and i've got three more books between now and march damn all right well they oh, are up in the school now so it's you know it's, it's cramping my cruise style yes school
0: cramps lots uh, lots of things yeah um all right. Well, I appreciate you so much. Um oh, and I one last question. Do you still do taxes and and CFO strategy for people or not? Cuz I know that question too. No, I don't. I didn't think so. I was like, I think I think she's not open to business today. But you can get a certified bookkeeper from directly from your program, which means they have been, you know, mentored by you um at the bookkeeperhireform.com. All right. Awesome. Kristen, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. Thanks. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Bye. And there you have it, folks. Another dose of Million Dollar Grit. I hope today's episode has left you feeling inspired, equipped, and ready to face your own entrepreneurial journey with Resolve. Remember, until next time, embrace the struggle, harness your grit, and keep pushing forward. You're stronger than any challenge you face. I'm Julie, and this has been Million Dollar Grit.